Welcome to the Muharram 2019 podcast series from Islamic Education of the World Federation. This is the first of 10 podcasts in our Muharram campaign under the theme of Become Husseini. Today, on the first day of Muharram, we review the topic of Noti Humiliation. Before leaving for Kufa, Imam Hussein, peace be upon him, clarified his stance. He refused to pledge allegiance to a tyrant like Yazid. To him, this was nothing more than humiliation and ran counter to the ethos of the past prophets. He would rather his body cut to pieces than his principles shred to bits. As believers, how can we live up to the standard that Abba Abdullah set 1,400 years ago? Among the faithful are men who fulfill what they have pledged to Allah. Of them are some who have fulfilled their pledge, and of them are some who still wait and they have not changed in the least. As we enter the new year in the Islamic calendar, we do so not in celebration, but rather in a solemn remembrance of the sacrifice of the day of Ashura. We reflect on what it means when we say that we are striving at becoming Husseini. We look to the example of the father of free men, Abu al-Ahrar, Imam Hussein, peace be upon him, and take the lessons he taught us during the movement of Ashura as a guide for our lives. Let us begin our journey with a powerful statement that the Imam, peace be upon him, made on the day of Ashura, in which he said, Indeed, the illegitimate one, the son of the illegitimate, meaning Ubaidullah ibn Ziyad, also known as Ibn Marjana, has put me between two situations, that of being at the end of the sword or living a life of disgrace, and far be it from us to ever live a life of disgrace. What did Imam Hussein, peace be upon him, mean by humiliation? He meant giving his allegiance to Yazid would be humiliating for him. Why? because this would have meant throwing in the towel and giving up all that he and the 124,000 prophets of the past stood for. It would have meant the end of Islam and its noble teachings. It would have meant submitting to injustice and oppression. For a man like Imam Hussein, peace be upon him, he would rather have his body cut to pieces rather than his principle shred to bits. As believers, we constantly struggle in our personal lives, whether at work, school, at home with our family, or most importantly, with our religion and identity as Muslims. As we are living in the days referred to as the end of time, Akhir Zaman, faith will be one of the most difficult things to preserve as Prophet Muhammad, praise of Allah be upon him and his family, is quoted as saying, 
there shall come a time upon the people in which the one who is patient upon his religion will be like the one holding onto a burning ember. Those striving to stay true to their religious identity while going about their daily lives in a secular society need to have strong willpower and determination to press on, regardless of what is against them. They will do all they can to reach the objectives they set for themselves while staying morally upright and true to their faith, even if it means great personal sacrifice. The first key ingredient for this success is comprehensive Islamic knowledge. As Imam Ali, peace be upon him, has stated, knowledge guides you and from there it is action which takes you to the goal. Knowledge is the first step to know our religious teachings so then we can act upon them. When speaking about the greatest manifestation of saying no to humiliation and striving to reach the goals he set for himself, there is a man that refused to give up and concede defeat. The enemy was focused on not only killing the personality but also his determination and all that he stood for. And that man is Imam Hussein, peace be upon him, the leader of what is referred to as the caravan of dignity. Without a doubt, he is not the first person to exemplify this trait. Rather, he is the inheritor of a legacy of those who came before him, who also stood firm in the face of opposition. People like Prophets Nuh, Ibrahim, Musa, Isa, peace be upon them all, and of course his beloved grandfather, Muhammad, praise of Allah be upon him and his family. However, Within him, his family and his loyal companions, they are the most comprehensive example for how we need to formulate our lives by taking lessons from their past, weaving them into our present for a better future. One of the greatest challenges we face is to maintain the ethos of Islam in all of our endeavors and staying firm on the principles of this religion. As many of us live in secular societies which have been built on teachings not directly in line with the Qur'an and Ahl al-Bayt, peace be upon them all, our challenge is to navigate the murky waters without compromising on our religion's teachings, both in form and spirit. Do we give in to our colleagues at work and go to the bar with them, or do we stand firm and say that our faith does not allow us to be in such gatherings? Do we lie to clients and customers because that is what our work and business expects us to do? Or do we speak the truth even if it means we may lose a lucrative contract? These and many examples come up in our daily lives and for one who wants to become Husseini, they need to devise a solution on how to live the legacy of Karbala daily. For you and I, just like the companions of Imam Hussein, peace be upon him, there are two options in life, either to live a life of disgrace by submitting to immorality in order to get ahead, or we take the path of the righteous in which we may have to face difficulties in our lives. What is our response? If we are trying to pattern our lives upon what Imam Hussein peace be upon him has shown us, 
and the answer is just as he declared. No, by God, I say that I will not give you my hand in allegiance and submission, the giving of disgrace, nor run away from this situation like the fleeing of slaves. We will not put our morals and Islamic teachings on hold, nor will we run away from the challenges of life. Rather, we will stand our ground and if need be, explain why we do what we do as Muslims and who it is that we are following when we do so. In order to imbibe the quality of saying no to humiliation, to live the message of Karbala daily, a few things are required from us to be able to make morally sound decisions. Number one, we require correct knowledge from the right sources of Islam. We must always refer to the Prophet and the Ahlul Bayt, peace be upon them all, and the understanding of their teachings as presented by our Maraja Taqlid. Number two, we must strive and struggle to develop the various traits that we see in Imam Hussein, peace be upon him, and his companions, some of which we will go over in this series so that we can assert ourselves with confidence. Number three, ultimately, we need to have the readiness to sacrifice the high paying salary promotions, bonuses, popularity, etc. if it means safeguarding our religion and Islamic identity. We close with a powerful statement from the commander of the faithful, Ali ibn Abi Talib, peace be upon both of them, in which he shares the secrets to becoming an invincible hero. A strong, committed Muslim unwavering in their faith, following in the footsteps of Abba Abdullah Hussein, peace be upon him. Courage has been created based on three natural characteristics, each of which has been an exclusive merit over the rest. They are self-esteem, dignity in the face of humiliation, and seeking a good reputation. If they all attain perfection in the courageous person, he is an invincible hero, distinguished for his boldness in his generation. And if some of them are perfected in him more than others, then his courage will far supersede in those particular qualities over the rest. When we say Ya Hussein, the universe shakes. The stars, the planets, the apparent and the hidden. When we say Ya Hussein, the tyrant's throne shudders. Yazids that are long gone in their graves awaken. When we say, Ya Hussein, the blood of evil boils, as freedom is hated by those who build prisons.